And a very happy Friday afternoon to you. Dan Pazzini reporting for New Media Broadcasters, Montana at Noon. Let's open this Friday edition the only way I know how. With a look at the Weather Command forecast for the rest of our Friday. And into our weekend and work week next week. An excessive heat watch is in effect from Sunday afternoon through Wednesday evening. Rest of today is going to be sunny with haze, highs 90 to 95 degrees, and west winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, haze through the night, areas of smoke after midnight, low 60 to 65, southwest winds 5 to 10 miles per hour, shifting to the south after midnight. Saturday is going to be sunny, areas of smoke in the morning, haze through the day with highs 95 to 100 degrees, and southwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Saturday night, clear, lows around 60, northwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour, shifting to the north after midnight. Sunday is going to be sunny, with highs 95 to 100 degrees, and north winds 5 to 15 miles per hour, shifting to the northeast in the afternoon. Meanwhile, Sunday night and Monday is going to be mostly clear, with lows around 65, and highs 100 to 105 degrees. Monday night, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain, lows 65 to 70. Tuesday is going to be mostly cloudy, with highs around 95 degrees. Tuesday night, Partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain, low 60 to 65. Wednesday is going to be sunny, with highs 90 to 95. Meanwhile, Wednesday night and Thursday is going to be partly cloudy, lows 60 to 65, with highs around 95 degrees. First in local news stories, the Rescue Dogs Animal Shelter is hosting a multi-week spay-neuter clinic throughout the Fort Belknap Reservation. In addition, free pet vaccines, including rabies, will be available. Rescue Dogs co-founder Anita Wilkie says, the clinic will make stops in Hayes, Lodgepole, Fort Belknap Agency, and Dodson, and adds that they have the capacity to spay or neuter over 175 animals. This is going to be a huge benefit to the community. The more dogs we can spay and neuter, the less puppies are born, and then the less stray dogs we have. It also cuts down our incidence of bites because, you know, dogs get into trouble when they're not spayed or neutered. Wilkie adds that rescue dogs will soon be moving their headquarters from Dodson to Haver. We will be closer to, you know, where we do most of our business and closer to the veterinarians we work with. We will still be providing the same services for Fort Belknap. We will be working closely with the Haver Animal Shelter and friends of the Haver Animal Shelter. We have a great relationship with them. Spots at the clinic for spaying and neutering are by appointment only and are filling up fast. Call 262-8122 to schedule. Vaccinations are available on a walk-in basis. Haver Elks Lodge number 1201 is seeking grant applications. The request to the community is for the grant applications of up to $3,000 in the areas of youth, veterans, or the community as a whole. Communities located in Hill, Blaine, and Choteau County to Big Sandy are eligible to apply. To request an application, email bkurtz24 at yahoo.com. The deadline is July 27th at 5.30 p.m. Anyone with questions is urged to call Lodge Grants Chairwoman Brandy Kurtz at 1406-390-0091. The Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks is celebrating 153 years as a charitable organization. Lodge number 1201 has over 200 members. At the urging of Governor Greg Gianforte, the Bureau of Land Management has extended the public comment period to 90 days for the American Prairie Reserve's bison proposal. The comment period is related to BLM's draft environmental assessment and finding of no significant impact for the 10-year bison grazing proposal on 69,000 acres of BLM-administered lands in Phillips County. The period now runs through... September 28th. A virtual meeting remains set for Wednesday, July 21st from 1 to 4 p.m. via Zoom. BLM is expected to make a final grazing decision at the conclusion of their comment period and after a final environmental assessment is released. Now turning our attention into state news. 
In a unanimous decision on Wednesday, the Montana Supreme Court ruled that leaders with the state legislature usurped their authority when they used a subpoena for scores of emails from the Supreme Court's administrator. The court says there was no valid legislation interest in the request. This case was sparked months ago when a law eliminating the Judicial Nomination Commission was challenged in court. Legislators had requested months of emails from court administrator Beth McLaughlin, including ones that polled state judges on yet-to-be-signed legislation, argued they proved justices were biased on certain issues. Subpoenas were also issued to the Department of Administration for most of the administrator's emails, including ones she said were deleted. The court says that justices are permitted to have opinions on various issues and that it does not impact their ability to interpret the law. In the ruling, the court stated that McLaughlin's emails must be returned and that the subpoenas have no validity. Through a DNA test, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks has confirmed that a bear killed by wildlife officials last Friday was the same bear that fatally attacked a camper in Ovando in the early morning of July 6th. The DNA samples from the bear, saliva samples at the scene of the attack, and samples from two chicken coops were raided in the area that all matched up. 65-year-old Leah Davis Logan of Chico, California, was pulled out of her tent and killed in the middle of the night by a 400-pound grizzly. Governor Greg Gianforte has issued an executive order declaring a statewide wildfire emergency in Montana. Gianforte says this order will help ensure that first responders have the suppression resources, supplies, and fuel they need to safely and aggressively respond. It helps procure additional tools and authorizes the governor to mobilize the Montana National Guard to assist in fire suppression efforts. It also authorizes them to activate a mutual aid agreement that allows states to share resources with one another during times of emergency or disaster. As of July 14th, almost 1,400 wildland fires have burned a collective, 141,000 acres in the state. Around 78% have been human-caused. The Robertson Draw Fire south of Red Lodge is up to 85% containment and remains at just under 30,000 acres in size as of Wednesday. The only portion of the fire perimeter that is yet to be secured is the northwest corner. Firefighters are continuing to put out visible smoke in the area. They are also focusing improving rehabilitation along the southwest edge of the fire while also mopping up pockets of heat along the north and west ends of the fire. 82 personnel are on the scene, and public lands in the area remain closed due to safety concerns. After a push from Montana's congressional delegation, the Office of Management and Budget has announced the abandonment of a proposal to change the criteria for cities to be considered a metropolitan statistical area. The proposed change would have increased the population threshold from 50 to 100,000, impacting Montana municipalities of Great Falls, Missoula, and Bozeman. The MSA designation is used by federal agencies and programs to determine funding allocations for numerous federal programs such as housing and health care initiatives. A warden man who admitted to trafficking meth after investigators found 10 pounds of the drug in his vehicle was sentenced Wednesday to 15 years and 8 months in prison and to 5 years of supervised release. Bo Brian Fish, 40, pleaded guilty on January 27 to possession with intent to distribute meth. U.S. District Judge Susan P. Waters presided. Fish was detained. The government alleged in court documents that between January and March 2020, the Eastern Montana High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area Task Force began investigating Fish for involvement in drug trafficking. Cooperating witnesses told investigators that Fish took trips to Colorado to acquire bulk quantities of meth, ranging from 5 to 20 pounds per trip. The investigation led to a traffic stop of a truck occupied by Fish, who investigators told there was about 10 pounds of meth in the back seat and admitted to acquiring meth that day in Wyoming. He said that he had been acquiring bulk meth from a source for about eight months. Investigators served a search warrant on the truck and Fish's property and seized 10 pounds of meth from the vehicle and about seven ounces of meth from the property. 10 pounds of meth is the equivalent of about 36,240 doses. 
The Great Falls Police Department is conducting a homicide and kidnapping investigation following an incident that began on the 3000 block of 6th Street Northeast early Thursday morning. Officers arrived at the scene of a reported domestic disturbance at 12.30 a.m. and discovered one person was dead and the suspect had taken a hostage and fled Cascade County. A subsequent homicide investigation is underway. A lengthy pursuit ensued, which ended at 6.20 a.m. outside of Cascade County. The hostage is now safe with law enforcement and the suspect is deceased, with a secondary death investigation taking place on site. No further details have been released. And now let's take a look at the wheat prices for our area. In Hill County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $5.51, with spring wheat coming in at $7.60. Down Highway 2 East in Blaine County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $5.41, with spring wheat coming in at $7.55. In Liberty County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $5.56, with spring wheat coming in at $7.60. Down the way in Shoto County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $5.51, with spring wheat at $7.60. And finally, farther east on US 2 in Phillips County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $5.36, with spring wheat coming in at $7.50 per bushel. Stay listening to Montana at noon when we take a look at funeral notices, as well as one final look at that weather command forecast, right after these messages. And now let's take a look at the funeral notices for our area. Drew Michael Bracken, age 40, passed away on June 29, 2021 in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. A celebration of Drew's life will be held at Real Life Ministries Church in Post Falls, Idaho, on Saturday, July 17th at 11 a.m., followed by a reception at Ponderosa Golf Course in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. In lieu of flowers, donations may be sent to Drew Bracken Memorial Fund, 2710 East 12th Avenue, Post Falls, Idaho, 83854. Danny Zinn, 65, passed away July 6, 2021, at Peace Hospice in Great Falls, Montana. A graveside service will be held on July 17, 2021, at 1 p.m. at Cooper Memorial Park Cemetery in Chinook, Montana. And thanks again for joining us for this, our Friday, July 16th edition of Montana at Noon. Remember, seven days a week, we are your primary news source, KOJM, KPQX, and of course, our online platform of HighlineToday.com. Have yourself a fantastic rest of your Friday, an awesome weekend, and a great start to your work week. Reporting for New Media Broadcasters, Montana at Noon, I'm Dan Pizzini.